0: You're now tuned in to Life Song Radio, a weekly podcast dedicated to accurately studying the Word of God in a comprehensive and biblical manner. Listen in as hosts Phil Ramsey and Blake Shankel dig into the Word line by line. Verse by verse, leaving no stone unturned. Grab your Bible and your notebook and get prepared to study the living, breathing, active Word of God. Now, here are your hosts of Life Song Radio.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Life Song Radio, a ministry brought to you by Beaver Baptist Church. My name is Blake Shankle. Along with me is Mr. Phil Ramsey. Mr. Phil, hello.
2: Nice. Good to be here. I had time to just <laughs> right. Was good. Yeah, we uh, we're glad to be here. You it just made me think. You said a ministry. We're here because of uh, faithful people mm-hmm. from our church, Beaver Baptist Church. They made it possible for us to to be on TV and, and do this ministry. But I, you ever think about that name. What a name for a church, Beaver Baptist Church. Is that a community? It is a community. We're out in a we're out in the boonies, by yeah. the way, and uh, it's kind of a rural area. And uh, the Beaver family lived in the area, so that's where they got the name Beaver Baptist yep. Church. Hey, go to beaverbaptist.com. You want to find out more that's about uh, what's going on here.
1: Well, speaking of our our faithful people at church, mm-hmm. we also have faithful listeners.
2: Yes, we do. And
1: watchers. Yeah. We had uh, that.
2: yeah one in particular, uh, Linda Moody. Ah, love Miss Linda. Yeah, got a, a picture on my phone the other day. Somebody texted me, and Linda Moody was in our studio She's a faithful uh, uh, watcher of the program. She listens every week and such a such an encouragement to me. But her uh, her grandson actually is on staff here and her son was very influential in my life. And and uh, uh Thank God for him 30 years ago. I'm right. saved because God used him and several others. But she was here, and she got to come in the studio. And and it's not like what you think. You, you watch yeah. it on TV or you watch it on Facebook or YouTube Live. You, you're like, man, that is a – Pretty big set you got there. Uh, not really. <laughs> I could touch that wall. The wall is just right there. <laughs> we panned around. You couldn't pan yeah. the camera around yeah. too much, yeah. could you? It's just a 12-foot by 12-foot yeah. room. Yeah. Anyway, we're grateful to have it. It's kind of like uh, the, the Jimmy Fallon show. Mm. A lot of people, you watch it on TV, you think it's just a massive thing. You go there, and it's just very small. Yeah. So, hey that's what we got here but it's it's no, all we need nothing you see on tv is real right no it's not it's kind of like i'm a photographer photoshop no
1: nothing's real every
2: picture everybody that's is. right even reality tv that's a fake yeah. right yeah
1: even us you and i we're we're not even right here right yeah, we're, we're fake we <laughs> <laughs> No, linda moody i love her she's yeah. actually my kin folks so, really yes i didn't know that. Yep, i'm kin to them and but and, nevertheless i, I love it, that family she is the best moody by Be the way. best yeah, And thanks. Rodney will appreciate that But no, we're so thankful for them So thankful for her her ministry, to her family How she upholds that family And and, and Rodney, and then Morgan And they love the Lord, that's yeah. for sure So anyway, Ms. Linda, we're so glad that you uh, join us each week And we're so thankful for all our other listeners as well That join us, our faithful listeners There are so many, and hopefully maybe next time We'll give some shout-outs to a couple yeah. of those as well But we're so thankful that each one of you join us each week Whether it's by TV whether it's by podcast, whether it's by YouTube or uh, Facebook. I mean, there's so many outlets that you can check us out on, and so we've tried to make it easy so you can see us each and every week. So we're so thankful for those that are uh, faithful without you, uh, really, wouldn't be any reason for us All to right. be able to do this. And All We're right. so thankful for our donors as well. You know, I'm I'm thankful for I'm thankful for Jimmy Hicks. I was talking to Jimmy today, and um, there are some things. Who is Jimmy Hicks? Uh, well, by the way, he's he's handsome. Jimmy Hicks He's is handsome. That? Jimmy Hicks. He is. Uh, you know, he's in Atlanta, and he was the founder of this. Yeah. You, you know, and so thankful for the vision that he set forth, and also just because it's a it's a it started off as something different. And maybe someday we'll get to tell that story. But we're in a we're a Bible study ministry. We walk, We we don't veer from that very often you know everything is grounded in the bible it's verse by verse usually exposition mm-hmm. we've been in the book of romans for quite some time but we do that on purpose we want to we don't we when we read things in context when we read things through as the letter was intended we 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 usually don't miss much, you know, when it comes to the context right. or the scripture. So that helps us out. It helps the listener out. But I'm thankful for Jimmy. Jimmy gives in a monumental way as well. And, and we'll reach out to him today and thank, thank him for
2: that. So seven anyway. years, by the way, this has been going on. Yeah. That's seven amazing. year uh, the podcast here has we been are. going on.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we're in Romans chapter twelve, Phil, and we didn't get we didn't get a chance to finish our our verse of uh, chapter chapter twelve, verse twelve last week. Yeah. We, in fact, I, we, there was a three point verse, but we only got to two because we got to talking about persecution. felt it was it was a, a great time to be able to talk about that, kind of dive into that. We could go on and on about that, and maybe at some point we'll get to come to the book of First Peter and. Peter really just hammers yeah. that home in that context. We talked a little bit about that last week, but we are we want to finish up verse twelve, the end of that, and then we want to move into verse thirteen today. So if you have your Bibles, hope you can open up with us. And do you have that handy, Phil? So you I can do. read that.
2: Uh, I'll just read verse twelve. Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. So we rejoice in hope. Why do we? Why does the believer under a variety of different circumstances whether they're horrendous they're tragic or they're just you know great things in life why can why can we rejoice in every one of them because our hope is in christ we rejoice our rejoicing results that that god is in control you know he's in control and so whatever we're going through in life we can rejoice in that situation because if something in the uh, tragic does happen in our life. It has to, God has to allow it. And his ways are better than, than my way and may not understand it. But, but I can rejoice because he's my father and he's allowed this to happen. That's right. So that's how we can, you know, that's why we, we can, we can rejoice in hope and hope of Christ He's coming back. That's our hope. We have a future. It does not end. Death has no, you know, the death has, there's no sting of death for us. So we have a future hope in Christ. We also talked about, be a patient in tribulation. How does that read in the Greek? Do you remember that? Uh, it's kind of flipped the other way,
1: right? In tribulation, patience, yeah. or in tribulation, perseverance.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what does tribulation do? Yeah,
1: it. Well, it creates it. it Refines us by fire. In yeah. fact, it, it tests us, right? It tests our faith, if you will. It uh, it it tries our faith. Let's just say that, right? It it refines it. it. It we come out like gold, as gold would be fine refined by fire. We would come out better. It, it wicks away all those those unneeded things within our life, right? And it and it and it uh, really uh, reflects where our hope is it lies mm-hmm. within, right? Without the rejoicing and hope, we can't persevere in tribulation, like we talked about last week, right? So this. This tribulation, the testing of our of our faith, the uh, the uh, the perseverance of our faith is actually more uh, more important
2: than our faith itself, right? right. It's it's those that sounds it, odd to say it, that. But that's what the scripture says. Yeah,
1: Peter talks about that. In fact, our our perseverance, we we are to persevere to the end. You know, we don't we don't preach a hey a, a, a just a, a once saved and then and then we live like the world again. We don't do that, right? We don't have this grace card in which we live like that, this that antinomianism way but no we we persevere to the end being sanctified right and this is a work that God does in our lives but yet it's also we do it as well right, right. St- step step by step hand you know hand in hand with God and him working in us but it's a perseverance and it's through trials and tribulations that mold us and make us into the image of Christ and he he uses hard times. in fact I would say that uh, the church grows the church purifies in times of tribulation Absolutely. and persecution persecution we yeah. see yeah. godly men and women. Uh, and the church flourish in times when they are tried and and persecuted. you
2: think about Stephen what happened in that event you know, they stoned him the, the church scattered out and just yeah. grew and yeah, grew and that's grew a prime
1: and example Absolutely. so so
2: uh, tribulation has a purpose in the uh the life of the believer, and that brings us to the next thing: be constant in prayer, so rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer tribulation drives you to prayer. Sure does. Does our if God's in control, like, does our prayers really mean anything? I mean think about it. If we say He God's in control like we say He does, then why pray?
1: Yeah, because it's a means by which God works right he, he it, yes god is in full sovereign control we 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 don't deny that one bit right it's he is in in total control in fact if he uh, if he with he upholds all creation if he were to let go creation would crumble
2: and he will one day
1: it, the universe will absolutely implode upon itself but he upholds everything but yet you say well then my prayer is useless absolutely not because it's the means by which he uh accomplishes his things right he 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 uses us through prayer right the the salvation of people through the through the uh through the prayers of the saints right these these uh things are accomplished it's just God's means by which he operates in fact he uses a means of of preaching right the the gospel in which people are saved so we are we are actively a part of this plan of God, and prayer is a prime. Uh, uh means of which we uh his plan is accomplished how he uses man and and uh it, it, prayer is not a Prayer is not some wish list of things, right? It's not um, uh, asking God that—Him uh, being our sugar daddy, if you will. That's not what God is. Uh, sometimes I think we work harder at, at claiming God's promises for our ease than rather being claiming, uh, being claimed by God's purpose for His kingdom, I think, is, yeah. is a lot of times. So uh, prayer looks—prayer is actually praying the will of God, if you will. It's not— telling god what he needs to do or we're not informing god of anything
2: he's sovereign he knows everything and that's a big point when we pray we're not yeah we're not telling god something he doesn't already know right so so does our prayers ever change the mind of god yes yes all right, explain that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, well, we we see God working through prayer, right? We see yeah. that.
2: Um, uh, it, again, like I said, it's the it's it, main, it's, it's it's so big. Don't yeah. think, and, and I know what you're saying. It's so big. Don't don't try to think about it too hard. Or your brain will explode. Let me read Revelation eight three. It says, "And another angel came and stood at the altar with a golden uh, a golden censer, and he was given much incense to offer with the prayers of the saints on the golden altar before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel. Our prayers are." the means of how God operates. Yes. So when, if it comes to salvation of a friend or a family uh, member, you know what I do? I pray. Absolutely. And God, because he's so big, he operates by the prayers of the saints. He's outside of time, right? He's outside of all. We can't, we can't comprehend that, but our prayers mean something. And ultimately, like you said, we are really aligning with His will, yeah that that's
1: the that's what I've had to learn over yeah. the years is is a prayer is this you're exactly right it is the alignment with the will of God. In fact, our prayers are I think are most um, efficacious, if you will, uh, 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 effective when we're praying the Scriptures, for we're praying His Word. Uh, you know, we're praying what God's will is, right? And and th- it's not that we're to have a Ferrari or a house and those things are okay, right? But that's not what we're to be about, right? Mm-hmm. We're to be about we're to be about praying for the salvation of the saints. We're to be praying for our sanctification, right? We're to be uh, God, let my will be aligned to you. And the, the 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 more that we're in tune with scripture, the more we're in tune with the will of God, which we can know by scripture the more that that transfers into our life and we pray that God work through me use me right and we're praying this will and guess what it's not that we're we're not informative of anything but yet guess who's changing God is using that prayer to change our mind and change our our emotions change our will to to do his will now now we are too we can we 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 pray with supplication right when someone's hurt we we do pray for that but i think sometimes we err too much on the health and wealth of people rather than the spiritual health of others you said that a long yeah, time ago yeah. to me was was saying you were sitting in a Sunday school class and and uh, you were just listening to the prayer request and and the it, 99% of the prayer request was and, and it's not a bad thing to pray we want to pray for our, our brothers Absolutely. and sisters that are in the hospital that are going through this it's not a bad thing right but but 99% of it was physical things right yet maybe even 100 but yet no spiritual things that's what we ought to be praying for, right? That's where our prayer should align with is the spiritual things of this kingdom, of God's kingdom. Would you yeah. agree?
2: Man, yeah. Just, I challenge you if you're a part of the fellowship. And like I said, I, it's nothing wrong with that. We should be praying for those in us who are, who are physically ill, but much more. Hey, we're going to get new bodies, by the way. We want uh, grandma's t- uh, corn on her toe to get better, <laughs> but she's going to have new feet and a new body. So yeah. there are things uh, that we need to really be praying for and physical. Yes, but much more spiritual. A good person to look at for prayer. You know who I think about a good example that we can look at? You know, who, you know, who I'm thinking uh, Job or. Oh. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I'm not going. I'm just going to read a couple verses. But remember, he's in the garden of Gethsemane. He just told his disciples to pray. He, he says, then he said to them, my soul is very sorrowful, even unto death. Remain here and watch with me. And going on a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed. This is this is Jesus. This is what he's praying. My father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. And here's the key. For this and our lives, nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. So notice this. Jesus, the God man, right? He's in the garden. He's about to face the wrath of God and uh, God's wrath poured out on him. It wasn't about the, of course, I would say nobody would like to be stripped naked and beat. Their flesh yeah. come off We know as humans We don't want that But even more than that The the, the wrath of, Well God's going to Pour out him for sinners Is what he's talking about And it's something he's known His whole life Was about to change But Jesus said Not my will So what was Jesus' will Let the cup pass Now here's the key But not my, not my will But your will So we need to think about that When Jesus said that And even when we pray We need That asking things have you ever asked, Blake, anything that wasn't God's will? Uh, yes. So, so Jesus did, too, and yep. it, it didn't go into the sin category. That's right. But the will was him for go the cross, and that's what he said. He submitted to the will of God. So when we pray, yeah, we ask, but we also we align ourselves with his will also. and And to not do his will, that would be sin. Absolutely. So Jesus prayed. If Jesus prayed, we should pray. Absolutely And let me I want to go back To one point Just thinking about this
1: You asked me the questions. Does it change God's mind God is the unchangeable Right uh, he he doesn't change so as far as as far as, some, as, far as catching him off guard yeah. i don't mean yeah, that's not didn't. what i meant you know right. it, it's more i just want because we'll probably get some emails on that one but but it's more of it's it's really in fact it's really changing our minds for the most part is it, we more we pray our minds are really changed and but yet what i meant by that is is god god uses that prayer that he uses that to 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 uh to to uh the means by which he operates in people's lives is our prayer, because we know that the prayer of a righteous man is mm. is uh, uh, what James talks about that. Let me uh, I forgot the scripture. But anyway, he was talking about the prayers of a righteous man are used right for that. So uh, do we change God's mind not in the sense that we see change, right? right? Not in the sense of that I can change your mind. Not like that, because God's God's sovereign. He He knows it all.
2: Yeah, and you see, you see things in this going on. What you said, we see things in the Bible where uh, it appears that God's mind was changed. We do, but if you do a little deeper study, you know, even with Moses, you know, as he goes up on the mountain and God spares the the some of Israel, right? right? He relented. So there's there's so Moses was an intercessor, which was a foreshadow of Christ coming. So God's plan is that there would be an intercessor between God and man. Yeah. And that was a shadow of that. Yes. So anyway you, a lot of people will look at that and say, so "Well, he did change his mind." No, he yeah. really didn't change his mind. James five sixteen
1: is what I was looking at. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. So you know, which we, we, there ain't many of us that are righteous. You know, there was only one. That's that's just it. We're not all righteous. Um, what what prayer most often changes is the wickedness and the hardness of our own hearts. Jonathan Edwards said this in his in his sermon titled "The Most High, a Prayer Hearing God." He says, "With respect to God, prayer is but a sensible acknowledgement of our dependence on him to his glory as he hath made all things for his own glory, so he will be glorified and acknowledged by his creatures, and it is fit that he should require this of those who would be subjects of his mercy. It is a suitable acknowledgement of our dependence upon the power and mercy of God for that which we need, and but a suitable honor paid to the great author and fountain of all good. With respect to ourselves, God requires prayer of us. Fervent prayer many ways tends to prepare the heart, as we talked about. Hereby is excited a sense of our need, whereby the mind is more prepared... To prize his mercy. Our prayer to God may excite in us a suitable sense in consideration of our dependence upon God for the mercy we ask, and a suitable exercise of faith in God's sufficiency, so that we may be prepared to glorify his name when the mercy is received, so I think Jonathan Edwards got it right. Is our prayer is not it's not informing God of anything, but rather it is changing us. Is yeah. what prayer does. And Paul talks about that man. He says in Acts, you know, he's he's telling the he's telling the Christians at Romans, look, be devoted in prayer. This is what you are to be devoted in, right? In Acts chapter two, verse forty-two, talking about these uh, that that sent out, right? These were the people that they they were they were praying for the apostles. They were continually devoted. This is the church, right? They were continually devoting themselves to the apostles. Teaching and the fellowship and the breaking of bread and to prayer. This is what we're to be doing: is to be devoted to prayer yeah. as Christians. So uh, it's a hard thing to do. In fact, uh, Spurgeon he says this: he says uh, a prayerless soul is a Christless soul. So we need to be on our knees, right? Matthew Henry said, "Those who live without prayer uh, live without God in this world." John Calvin believed that the prayer was the summary evidence of everything in the Christian life, and the Apostle Paul here is calling us to be faithful. Persistent in our prayer is a necessary part of our Christian life. Yeah. So I think that's where we should lie today yeah. is is persevere through hope. That perseverance brings us to our knees in prayer, and we're to pray constantly.
2: Yeah, not just when things go wrong. That's a good point. And you know, by studying this, I have adjusted my life to where I'm. I'm trying to stay in a fairly constant. <laughs> state of prayer About right. about all things Not only things That are going wrong But also the things That are going right And giving them praise And glory Absolutely In that Absolutely
1: And that's where we should be So so this is God's will for us And right here in Romans 12 This is If you want to see God's will for you And you say I, I, I don't know what it is Well here's here's a portion of it Here's a three part portion of it That we are to rejoice always Praying without ceasing Praying daily Until the Lord comes And uh, we are always in prayer Daily pr- prayer Submitting ourselves to the Lord Knowing what he says to us through his word, and we speak our hearts unto God so that we will be conformed to his thinking. Yeah. That's what our prayer life's to be. But we're to rejoice and we're to persevere. Paul goes on in 13. You want to move on yeah, here?
2: Yeah, here we're moving on. Verse 13 says, Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Mm. Does your version say anything different than that? No,
1: my, well, mine just says contribute to the needs of the saints practicing hospitality.
2: Yeah, seek, practice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Several different things. Yeah, It uh,
1: literally reads this to the needs of the saints contributing is what he says there.
2: This describes the sharing of one's possessions. Think about that. The sharing, Blake, share your possessions with the implication of some kind of joint participation and mutual interest. Also, this is a this is present tense. This is a, is a yep. continual lifestyle right. of, of of sharing. So contributing to the needs of the saints.
1: Absolutely. You know this this contributing or fellowship. That's and this koineo is the word contributing here, right? We've heard of koineo fellowship. This is the verb form of that noun that we have, and it just like you said describes the sharing of our possessions. The implication of some kind of joint partnership and mutual interest, if you will. In fact, it was used in marriage contracts, this word, this corneo, right? And then you would have that where the husband and wife agree to a joint participation within the necessities of life. Phil, you've, when you joined with Cindy, you you had this joint uh, I'm going to contribute to her needs and you're, she's going to contribute to your needs,
2: right? And then when when you married Mandy, Blake's <laughs> got so much money, he, he wrote a little paper out a <laughs> prenuptial agreement. Uh, these it. things are all, all I, we can share this, but this big bankroll, yeah. no, I'm just yeah, kidding. I'm
1: pushing up bases, you don't get nothing. <laughs> No, uh, I, I, but here, here's Paul. James echoes the same yeah. sentiment Paul in chapter two of his letter when he says, "What use is it, my brethren, if a man says he has faith but he has no works?" Can that faith save him if a brother or sister is without clothing and in need of daily food? We're talking about to the saints here, yeah. by the way. We're talking about, in this context, Paul is talking about contributing to the needs of the saints. And he says here, uh, in 1, who, verse 16 of, of chapter 2 of James, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warned, and be filled, and yet you do not give them what is necessary for their body. What use is that, he says? Even so, faith, if it has no works, is being dead, being Mercy. by itself.
2: Think about what you just said. Yeah. How, and now it's a time for us to evaluate our lives. Mm-hmm. Hey, go in peace. Hey, y'all, God bless you. Mm. God, am praying for you. Yeah. Mm. How does God's way of, of meeting the needs of the saints and is for us to be doing this. Yes. That's yes. something we need to be doing.
1: Absolutely. Well, John, first John 3:17 says this, but whoever has the world's goods and beholds his brother in need and closes his heart against him, we're talking about Christian brotherhood, brother hmm. and fellowship here. How does the love of God abide in him? That's it, big.
2: That yeah. Galatians 610 says so then while we have opportunity let us do to let us do good to all men and especially those who are in the household of faith so we're really we're really proving who we belong to mm-hmm. when we, when we show uh when we meet the needs of our brothers and sisters and actually sharing our own possessions with them yes so yes think about that yeah sharing you look know, we work hard don't we mm-hmm. we work hard uh we put in a hard day's work we 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 have things we've been blessed you know we have food in our on our shelves we have cars we have housing and if we see a brother and sister who who is in need guess what we have to share yeah This is where this is where we've gotten jacked up with our government, meaning the government has now come in and now doing a lot of the role that the church is is called to do. Right. It's not their role to do this. It's our role to our brothers and sisters first. But I think it even goes out further than that. But for sure, our brothers and sisters, what did they do in Acts? It says, Acts Mm four thirty two. Now, the full number of those who believe were of one heart. And so, and no one said that any of the things that belonged to him was his own, but they had everything in common. And with great power, the apostles were given their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great peace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them for as many as were owners of lands or houses, sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold and laid it at the apostles feet. And it was distributed to each as any had need. Yeah. That's the church. Yes. That's the real church. <laughs> we got to
1: examine our lives. We on do. This one. We do. And, and in fact, Paul, this is not something new. Paul says in verse five, five of this chapter 12, he, he relates us to a body, right? He says, we are the body. He says, so we who are many, who are one body in Christ, are and individually members one of another since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, right? We, we are to do he's talking about giving these gifts, but that we're one body, Phil. That's what we are to do, right? The arm and the leg and the hand. We we don't we're not separated from each other. We're attached. And so that's that's where we need to uh this the church needs to take heed on this. We're to contribute to the needs of the saints. We're to contribute to one another, right? And and we cannot do this sitting behind a computer screen. We can't do this apart from the church. We need to be uh our faith is where this is where yeah. it's lived out, is loving our brothers and sisters in Christ, right? And, and when we obey this and start to inquire about the saints' needs, we will be astonished at two things. First of all, the actual pressing necessity of many of the saints that they have, and also how God will supply the needs yeah. to be to be met as well, or the, the things that need to be met with those needs. And look, he says here, finally, he says, in, in a, uh, pursuing hospitality, Right, he says, uh, practicing hospitality. We're this, this hospitality, the strangers, if you will. That's what we're to do. Right, we're to contribute to the needs of the saints, and we are to practice hospitality. And this practice in hospitality, it's interesting. It it may look as if Paul is is doing this. In fact, um, uh, it it may be just saying the same thing twice, but in fact, it's a little bit different. And you know what? We don't have enough time to get into this, (laughs) but I'm going to tease it. Come back next week, and let's talk about this verse of this practicing hospitality and what that means. In fact, looking at strangers and how we can greet them and how we can be hospitable to strangers as well. So look, we ask that you come back with us next week. Week for another episode of Life Song Radio. You can always check us out on Lifesongradio.com or go to our Facebook page and check each each of our episodes out and our teachings at Lifesong Radio. We'll see you next week for another episode of Lifesong Radio.
0: You've been listening to Life Song Radio. You can follow us on Facebook and YouTube. And if you want to continue to study throughout the week, check out the resources available on our website at LifesongRadio.com see you next week for another episode of life song radio